BD4Open is a Horizon 2020 funded project that creates an open energy marketplace offering innovative AI-based services. The goal is to enable the efficient management of energy distribution grids and associated assets, together with Monica Penalba, who is the project's coordinator and my guest for this episode, we are going to discuss how this open marketplace is going to work and how it will ensure secure data flows. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and Friends focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu and I am the host of the EU Project Zone. Hello, Monica, and thank you very much for being here with me today. Hello, Areti. Good morning. Would you please describe in a few words the BD for Open project? Yes, sure. So BD for Open is a European H2020 project that belongs to the topic Big Data Solutions for Energy. And this project is developing an energy marketplace designed to offer data-driven services for electrical distribution grids. Which needs of the EU energy sector is it covering and how? Okay, so one of the main drivers of the European energy sector transformation is decarbonization. And the European Green Deal is setting ambitious targets in the long term, okay, like ensuring the net zero carbon emissions for 2050. This requires actions and measures in the short term, and they are becoming urgent. And at the same time, they give us an opportunity to build a sustainable future. So this energy transition requires technical and economical solutions. From BD4Open, we are contributing to develop some of these solutions by applying artificial intelligence techniques and in particular machine learning. Uh, These are being applied for enabling uh, services that improve the management of electrical grids with high penetration of, of renewables. So we are taking profit and simultaneously uh, promoting power systems digitalization and decentralization, which are two pillars for building a smarter energy system. So basically, you uh, let's say you have partners that, or I assume that you have partners that cover a wide uh, portion of the uh, energy uh, community uh, of the energy sector. So, who is involved uh, precisely in the project? Okay, so we have partners that, as you were pointing, now have uh, different expertise and different views on on the power system. So, we have partners from the IT sector and partners from the energy sector. In particular, the, the project consortium is uh, composed of twelve institutions transnational of different European countries with complementary expertise and profiles from industry, academia and research. Okay, so CITEA UPC uh, is the project coordinator and we have a a key role in the development of the data driven algorithms. We also have IT and software companies such ODT, WePlus, Intracom and Atos. Uh, Another research center apart from CITEA is GSI, okay? And we also count with three distribution system operators, ANEL in Spain, Electrocelha in Slovenia, and OEDAS in Turkey. And additionally, 
a newbie from a partner from new from sorry a partner from Denmark which is Nube managing a bidirectional EV charging infrastructure and a partner from Brussels which is BUV which is bringing a microgrid from Brussels Health Campus and last but not least SUST sustainable innovation from Sweden which is responsible for the communication dissemination exploitation of the project. I see uh, that, uh, as you mentioned, uh, there are a lot of partners from IT and the energy sector. Mm -hmm. What about the target audience, however? Is it only for utilities and expert and solution prov providers? Because the more I read or hear you talk about BD4Open, uh, the more I realize that even I, if I were a prosumer, I would be interested, right? Uh, yeah, that's, you're fully right. I completely agree with you. So let's say that the target audience uh, is or are all the actors involved in the energy transition. Uh, nevertheless, special focus is on DSOs, distribution system operators, which are experiencing significant transformations in their grids and businesses and who are the main potential client of the platform where the BD for open marketplace runs. But obviously, all those uh, potential prosumers that are playing a more active role in the energy exchanges, no? having the ability not only to consume energy, but also uh, produce it or even store it, might be interested in the developments and services that we are offering. One of the aspects of, of the project or one of the goals of the project mm -hmm. is to ensure secure data flows between data providers and solution providers that again can be prosumers like we, like we discussed earlier. How is this going to be achieved and will it work in a pan-European level? Okay, so exactly BD4Open Marketplace runs thanks to an analytic toolbox that acts as interface between data providers and solution providers. Uh, secure data flows are being guaranteed thanks to GDPR compliance and thanks to design criteria that were considered when developing the analytic toolbox architecture. Okay, this architecture is based on SGAM, Smart Grid Architecture Model. And apart from three key layers, the marketplace layer, the analytics layer, and the data layer, there is one cross-cutting layer, which is addressing the architecture uh, security and, and privacy needs. You mentioned GDPR. Yes. Uh, it must have been challenging to apply and comply to the GDPR rules. What other issues or challenges did uh, did this project face? Yes, so let's say that the the availability of significant amounts of operational data coming from smart meters, SCADA sensors, uh, PMUs, and non-operational data, for instance, from from weather stations, is triggering no the interest on on big data applications in power systems. Nevertheless, uh, data techniques that are being applied to the energy sector uh, are still under development and some are facing challenges for real implementation. Okay? During uh, the project evolution, some of the challenges we have been facing no, include, on the one hand, aspects related to data collection and governance. The availability and access to high-quality data uh, has been one of the most important challenges that we have been facing for, for applying AI techniques. Okay? 
Also, data latency, data integrity, accuracy, and consistency is not always uh, guaranteed. Okay. Uh, other aspects, challenging aspects, are data security uh, integration and data sharing. The interoperability of data sets and data driven solutions is essential to ensure a wide adoption within and across several applications. Okay. However, many companies are reticent to share their data. And in order to, this is mainly to avoid security risks and unlock competitive advantages. Okay. On the other hand, we have also been facing challenges related to the ICT infrastructure and technology. Uh, we know that utilities, electrical uh, utilities, are are reinforcing reinforcing their ICT infrastructures with new sensors being installed, improving transmission and storage capabilities and uh, with increased data processing or data exchange capabilities. Um, the applications uh, that we are developing can be developed in the majority using existing data, but we could go uh, beyond that and achieve more uh, achieve optimal outputs if uh, larger energy-related data were accessible and also uh, as close as possible to real-time data, okay? Nevertheless, or let's say however limited real data are available from some of the first generation uh, deployed smart meters. Well, this is the thing. Uh, the flow of data in real-time or not is something quite challenging. And this is due to the fact that many European countries lack the correct infrastructure or the, the right tools, like I know, for example, Greece doesn't even have smart meters. Uh, the deployment is, is uh, late. But on the other hand, which is, I think, in my humble opinion, a little bit more stressing or important, is the question who owns the data and how they're going to be handled, which has to do with rules and regulations. So my next question to you is, how do you tackle the issue of local rules and regulations, which might be also different from country to country, even within the union? Yeah, uh, that's that's a very relevant question and another challenging fact. Okay, we aim at developing global solutions, but sometimes the regulation frame changes, so specific constraints could apply and need to be considered. We have been facing this issue when ensuring secure data access and exchanges. Okay, in most of the European countries, uh, GDPR applies. Nevertheless. In Turkey, this is slightly different. It has its own regulation. It's the Turkish Data Protection Regulation. It's the so-called abbreviated KVKK. And this has been delaying some of the data sharing from our Turkish partners. Yeah, it makes it makes total sense. I mean, uh, uh, Turkey is not part of the European uh, Union, but sticking to the European Com uh, Commission and European Union, what do you think needs to be done on a European Commission level for projects like uh, BD for Open to to have, let's say, an easier way in achieving their goals? Yeah. So first of all, no, the European uh, Union is already helping BD for Open to achieve its goals. First, funding this four-year project and promoting the collaboration between several key partners for the power system transformation. Uh, on the other hand, European initiatives like Bridge 
uh, enable knowledge sharing between projects that are involved in smart grids, digitalization, energy storage, uh, etc. Okay, so we for sure are benefiting from knowing challenges encountered by similar projects and the solutions that they are being that they are proposing, no, to address them. So in this sense, uh, the European Commission is promoting uh, goals like the ones we 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 propose for bd for open and on the other hand local authorities uh well it is probably more country dependent but there are some that are more conscious of the needs of power system decarbonization and that are pushing more the transition thanks to the installation of renewable sources no? but this depends on country to country Makes sense. Funding and networking, uh, to put it like in a in a short story uh, uh, content, uh, is is what makes a, a difference. Monica, thank you very much for this very interesting uh, and upbeat uh, conversation. Thank you very much, Areti. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast, brought to you by Enlit and Friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and the Enlit Europe website. Just hit subscribe and you can access our other episodes too. I am Areti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm.